0: You're listening to the two dumb answers. Yeah. All
1: right. That's a good one. That's yeah. a good pick. I- Briefly, what I want to briefly touch on today before we start the show, there is uh, just one thing I do want to talk about, guys, and we will we'll get into full sports, and we got all kinds of stuff today. Don't don't get me wrong. But let me ask you real quick, Mike. This, yes. this has been driving at me. This is me and Derpy too. This is both you. I, I don't know if you've seen it, Derpy. Just r- real quick, Mike, have you saw the video or the commercial that I've talked about about the Amazon girl? Oh my God, yes. Derpy, have you seen this? No, I have okay. not. Okay. Well, apparently, here's what happens in this commercial this girl, she appears to be 15, 16 years old, and she's sitting in her bedroom and she's depressed because she has a mustache. Rightfully so. What? Okay. She has a mustache, this young girl. So she looks around her room and sees like a poster of somebody with a mustache, and then she sees a Freddie Mercury bobblehead, and she gets an idea. Oh. You see? So she she then through Amazon finds this yellow. I've seen that. Did you okay? Now I just wanted to... real quick, guys. Please, please bear with me. I I I only because I find this ridiculously annoying. I was scrolling down my, my feed yesterday and I saw um multiple people writing about this particular commercial. And I thought, I got to talk about that. There's just no way I can't talk about this. (laughs) Let me, let me tell you some of the things that, that people say on the mustache girl commercial. One girl says, I absolutely hate this commercial. And she was the initial poster. And then the people after responded same. Yep. I can't figure it out, but it shows young. It shows that young kids can do what they want. Totally agree. I cringe every time it comes on, same, super weird, everyone except my pronouns or face social media wrath, me too, me neither, same, same here, same, it's disgusting, same, I hate it, I'm confused. The next person makes a bunch of mad faces above the commercial, person responds, you and me both, I'm not quite sure what it's about though next person me too it is so weird is it just me (laughs) i see this commercial it might be a positive thing for young people's egos and and mental health to me it seems that it touches on okay this girl has an issue she has a mustache okay we all have imperfections especially Mm -hmm. as teenagers so my take is even though that you're, you know, you have a mustache or an imperfection of any kind, like I said, everybody has them, especially as teenagers, just be you, be awesome. Don't worry about other people's opinions and you'll be fine. And the point of the commercial was any, and you know, whatever your, your deal is, we have something for you. And this chick was able to, at the end of the commercial, she's dancing down the hall with her jacket and she, you know, mm-hmm. she has her mustache. I, I I can't understand what the big the big pushback against this commercial is could anybody please please with um with a, sem- <sighs> a, a semi-intelligent response please tell me what everyone's problem with is with this commercial i don't think that it's dipping into trans i don't think that not even at all no it's just
0: like no. you know she had like you know the whole thing we're just focused on the mustache and her being down about it Cause you know, a lot of women, they don't, they have it. Like if they have darker hair, they get a mustache and they don't like it. So, okay. She gets rid of it. Then she smiles and she has the gap in the teeth. Yes. That's what like, and, uh, and you know, and she's okay with the gap in her teeth. She's yeah. fine with it. It was the whole mustache thing. Cause it goes back to like, you know, that imperfection as a, being a teenager, you're all self-conscious about everything. Right. And then the one thing right. that she wasn't self-conscious about was her teeth. You know, it's like, okay, this was like the one thing I didn't like. I fix it. Now I'm happy. Okay, it's just, okay, it's showing that if you don't like something, you you can change it, and it might be something that other people don't like about you, but hey, she's like, hey, I like the gap in my teeth, it doesn't bother me, she's living her best life, now that and the mustache is gone, she doesn't care about anything else. And in my
1: opinion, this would be good for, for a good message for young people's mm-hmm. mental health, in my my opinion, like I said, be yeah. be you, don't worry, don't let, you know, those kind of things get you down, because everybody has, yeah something about them and uh i I just don't understand i I keep coming across i mean those are the two two the longer ones that i had with responses but i mean all weekend long i'm seeing about this poor girl if anything i'd be making fun of her her or a unibrow
0: right yeah she didn't care about the unibrow she's not a beautiful girl
1: or anything by any means it's a gap in the teeth i I just thought to myself what i I don't get i don't get what the big fuss is about these people that, that have a problem with the video, they hate it. They, they literally they hate, hate it. They hate it with a the
0: passion. They, they, they don't want this girl to be happy. Uh, yeah,
1: is that the problem?
0: I, I think that I think that really is the problem. They just don't want this girl to be happy, and no one wants anyone else to be happy. I they want all want to, want to be miserable, happy. or they just all want to yell about something.
2: I, I
1: would like for her to be happy, wouldn't you?
0: No, because I'm not happy. So therefore, maybe no you'll one wake be up happy. with a
1: unibrow tomorrow. Then that's you. fine.
0: But actually, you know, I kind of shaved my little connectors in there, so I'm good to go.
1: <laughs> oh, i could see, i could see the morning shadow the uh five o'clock shadow on your eyebrow shut up now <laughs> <laughs> but anyway welcome to the two dumb yenders everybody it is episode 293 uh, do i got that right my 293 yeah that sounds about right um so next monday 300 well i
2: think no, that, wednesday the following
1: week i think falling, it'll be wednesday we of next week derpy
0: See, now derby has got us all confused.
1: Man. Well, he had it right the other week, like three weeks ago Yeah, now, I now he has it all it. wrong. He had it down to the day somehow. <laughs> From like three weeks out, he goes, is that a Wednesday? And I yeah, was well, like, sure Wednesday, as yeah, shit, it's a friggin' Wednesday. Wednesday. And now it's like literally a week away, and he's yeah. all over the place. But uh, um, good, good, morning. <laughs> good morning, good uh, morning. This is draft week, guys. This is draft yes. This is the most ex- one of the most exciting woo, weeks woo. of the year. Uh, we got a lot going on, guys. I, I got... Um, Listen, we 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 have to do baseball. I know you don't want to do baseball first, but there's a big. I got hey I hey I got Derek. Yeah, i on a thumbnail baseball. baby. There, there's big things going on right at this moment, and you might want to take a moment to enjoy this. But the Pittsburgh Pirates are in first place in the NL Central by oh. half a game. They have the second best record in all of Major League Baseball, only behind the 19 and three Tampa Bay Devil Rays. The Pirates are 16 and seven. This is their best start since 1992, which was the last time they won a the division. Um, we are 15, 15, and count at 15 percent through this this season so far. Ooh, 15 percent.
0: That's you know that's almost that's almost 20 percent. That's almost a quarter of the season.
1: It's getting there. Um, The Buccos are off today. They had a big uh, four-game stretch against the Reds. Played out throughout the weekend. They're on a well-deserved break today. (laughs) Um, The Brewers do play today, who are, like I said, a half game back. The Cubs dropped the three games back over the weekend. The Brewers are in action. They're hosting the Tigers from Detroit tonight at 740. If the the Milwaukee Brewers win, we're still in first place. So that's what's nice about this. By This time tomorrow, we'll still be in first place no matter what happens we also have an opportunity to be up by a game over Milwaukee in the division, which is really cool. So hey, we we'll enjoy that the day off. And these guys, they, they need some time off. <laughs> you know, I mean, you're, you're playing great baseball. At some point you got to rest. Um, I, I, I've been saying it to Mike. I, I've been saying that G1 um, Bay, I think he's ready for a break. He's starting to yeah. kind of make little mistakes here and there that he wasn't making early on. Uh, I think it's ready. They're ready. They just swept two consecutive series and their seven game winning streak. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you really can't get much better than what the Pittsburgh Pirates are doing, unless your baseball team is from Tampa Bay. But you know what? I wouldn't even want that. I wouldn't even want to be nineteen and three. I, I would be so free- I'm freaked out by the sixteen and seven.
0: Yeah, so am I. <laughs> so am I. Things are going too well for the
1: Buckets. Things are going way too well. <laughs> um, the Pirates lead the league, lead the majors in saves. Uh, they they got a whole bunch of good things going on, and things are so good they even extended Derek Shelton over the weekend. They gave an extension. that that's one thing that they've done right now i really don't
0: i think that might have been premature it could have been but you know what now if you're going to do it do it right now you know as they're hot (laughs) as they're winning so people really can't attack the signing you know we we saw what he the first what two three years he was here it wasn't that great but you know didn't have that great roster around him now you get him a better roster and results are there so grand scheme of things this was the right time to do it i just would have me personally i would have waited
1: now, one year ago yesterday, the Pittsburgh Pirates lost to the Cubs 21-0. Mm-hmm. No, this wasn't the Bears and the Steelers. The Pittsburgh Pirates lost to the Chicago Cubs last year, yesterday, one year ago, 21-0. And if you would look Ooh. at the lineup, not one single player except Brian Reynolds is the same player in the lineup. Damn, None of the pitchers that were in that game or even on the team anymore. Um, and Here's a little bit of a rundown of how the weekend went. We had the uh, ace on the hill on Friday. Last time I, we spoke to everybody was on Friday. We still had three mm-hmm. games left in a series. We were one game to none. Uh, Mitch Keller would hit the hill on Friday. He threw, uh, He had a quality start. He threw for six innings, four hits, two earned runs, one walk, five strikeouts. And the Pirates 4-2 to two win. Saturday, Rich Hill. Now, this was the one that I knew either or both would be stopped. And I always said the streak or (laughs) the quality starts and, or the quality starts will come to a close this day. And you know what the quality starts did he made it to five. Don't get me wrong. He pitched a great game, but the, um, the winning streak kept going. He threw for five innings, six hits, one on run, three walks and seven strikeouts in a two to one win over the reds. So he's still, like I said, he kind of falls ass backwards into these wins, but he's a, (laughs) he has a very (laughs) unique style. And it's just this this off changing off speed every batter, and I don't remember who it was, but somebody quoted over the week. I think it was Mike Levalier or somebody. They said that um, you know batting is timing, and pitching is throwing off timing. Yeah. If anybody could throw off timing, he almost it's almost like a knuckleball thrower. He's throwing sixty four miles an hour, and then he throws a ninety mile an hour, then back to seventy two. Then 89, and these guys, they just couldn't. It's amazing. It's amazing how they couldn't keep up, and you just wait for one of them balls to go, you know, uh, miles. Yeah. Uh-huh. But um, Rich Hill did get the win. Uh, yesterday, Vince of uh, Velasquez, he gets a quality start, so he's starting to streak all over. He has seven innings pitched. Only gave up two hits, no earned runs, two walks, and ten strikeouts. In the 2 nothing shutout. David Bednar gets another save. Bednar, man, he has just been on fire this year. He's a beast, man. You know, he
0: I, – I, I'm glad – you know, I, I joke early in the season, why do we need a – why do we need a closer? Why do we need a closer? Yeah. Hey, we, you know, it's about time, you know, we have a good team when we have a damn good closer.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I I like I like how it's holding up. I like the way this team is holding up. No, I didn't mean to cut you off there. I just like on, oh, man. Fine. He's he. I, I'm fired up. I Pittsburgh Pirates closers fire me up for some.
1: Absolutely, recently. they always definitely seem to have a good closer. Yeah, as I said, the uh, the Pirates are off today, but they host the Dodgers for three games coming up here. Once we come back to action, that's tomorrow at six thirty-five here at home. Now the Dodgers are sitting at twelve and eleven. They uh they just had a series with the Cubs. It was interesting. I think this is going to be a good series because it appears that the Brewers, the Cubs, and the Pirates are all roughly right around the same uh, mm-hmm. talent level. So I think this Dodger series. I don't think it's going to be anything that's too crazy or too tough. But as I said, it's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting if you like good baseball. You might want to check out this Pirates Dodgers right. series coming up.
0: Like, if I remember correctly, did we we did pretty we fared well against them last
1: year. We did. We did. Yeah, yeah.
0: even like with our terrible roster and, and everything going on, the Buckos. You know, they held their own against one of the best teams in baseball or one of the highest payrolls in baseball.
1: Uh, the starting pitching, get this, guys. Over the last 13 games, <laughs> the starting pitching for the Pittsburgh Pirates, their ERA has been 2.15. Which wow. Is best in the majors. Best wow. in the majors.
0: Who, who would have thought? Like <laughs> I mean, literally, who would have thought the Buckeyes would have the best ERA in the majors? In the
2: majors. You know what it is? What is it? Sacrificing the penguins.
1: <laughs> that could be it, Derpy. I like it. I'm gonna um, go. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna go kick Derby. Now Connor Joe. There. At one point over the weekend, Derpy, he's an everyday player. He had his batting average up around 370, over 370. 370 it went down a what? little bit. Yeah, because he was 340 going into the weekend. His batting average was 340 then he had three hits he was three for three on saturday and then i, I can't remember what he was like it was a little over 370 and then it went back down over the rest of the weekend but uh i mean, these guys Dude, what, can, what can you well, say that, and of course yeah. it's not gonna last all year oh, no no it's not gonna last all year that's the first thing that everybody gotta say well, but no, you no, have no, to no, enjoy it you gotta you you enjoy, to enjoy. here's it. the thing you know it's not, it's not like they're getting lucky you may
2: get 300 but that's that 370 is <laughs> not
1: gonna last they, 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 you know, I mean, yes, I mean, you can get lucky, but, you know, how how long would you consider something to be luck? Of course, they're going to cold down. Of course, mm-hmm. yeah, the, the, the diamond, uh, the Rays aren't going to, I mean, they're 19 and three. This team isn't going to finish 158 <laughs> and six. You know what I mean? That's crazy. Yeah. Well, no. But um, another no, yeah. shutout. We got a shutout yesterday. Our, our, ERA, our ERAs are great. Our, our guys are hitting on all silvers. <laughs> the only thing that really is a struggle is getting Jack Sawinski to hit a left handed pitcher.
0: <laughs> you know what? I, I you know, we're gonna have to channel major league here boys. We're gonna have to get him a little Joe Boo up there to help him
1: to help him. Joe Yeah. <laughs> you know, Joe Fuck Boo you, Joe Boo. I do it myself.
0: Joe Boo may, <laughs> may have a little trouble hitting a curveball. Him and Jesus Christ have trouble with curveballs, but maybe Joe Boo and Jesus Christ can team up to help Jack whiskey with the left-handed bat or left-handed pitcher. I tell no, you what, I'm willing to try anything.
1: He could go yard. I mean, there was what twice he went back to back to back and played appearances. Yeah. Um, home run. I mean, it's all against right handed pitching. Yeah. This guy came in the other day and he wasn't even that good. And and, and uh, Sawinski just like he just tards out when he gets a left hander on the mound. It's just a totally different guy. He yeah. loses sight of the ball. He can't swing the bat.
0: Yeah, he, <clears throat> he's one of those guys you have to protect him like when you play him. And, you know, the, they're doing it right right now. You don't make him an everyday player. You know, player when they're going to have a right handed pitcher out there, chuck them out there,
1: which Just is often you out. face righties way more than you like, face lefties. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so and the guy's still getting great playing time, even if he's only facing right handed batter or pitchers. Yeah. You got to like, you got to like what these guys are doing. Uh, again, it is good. It's good that the Brewers are, are very good too, because as we said last week, it kind of gives you that you, you have to kind of keep up with the guy right ahead of you.
0: Yeah.
1: And if you want to stay competitive, before you know, you're a, another month down the road and you're still in this race with that team. Uh, it's gonna be fun, guys. It, it is you know, gonna be a
2: lot of fun. It, it, oh no, go ahead, Derpy. I was just gonna say, you know, they play the Dodgers tomorrow, right? Yeah, yeah. They got to take advantage of, of this Dodgers team because they're not the same team as last year's.
1: Team. You're right. They're right yeah. now. They're limping along. We got, we we got, got to take them the right,
0: they Keep catching these teams at the right time. Like you know, uh, you got to win the games you, you should win, and they should win these games. And it is nice that the Pirates are finally relevant again. I don't and it's know. It's nice how that they're winning last. the games that they're supposed yeah. to win. It's fun to enjoy this. Enjoy this ride because we all know it's not, not going to last. No team is going to be this hot throughout baseball, but enjoy. You never know. We might end up with more than just a wild card. We might actually, you know, make division. it into a yeah, it win the division. And it, it's nice to have the Buckos Be relevant, even though if it's just for this short window, we're not, you know, there's, no, there's finally sports to talk about this time, other than trying to stretch out the draft conversation for six months.
1: So, yeah,
0: keep keep relevant until training camp. Okay, that's all I'm asking for out of the bucket, is Keep me up till training camp.
1: I, I've always been, you know, pretty strong on the get get it while the getting's good.
0: Yeah, yeah. Get it so well. right
1: now, stack them wins. If you yeah. you know if you can get 25 wins before you start going on little losing streaks. That's, that's, that's fine. That's what you want to do because you 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 want that wiggle room. You need that yeah. wiggle room for, for down the road. If the, the getting's good, other teams aren't playing good. Take advantage. That's yeah, how we, these teams that ends up with a hundred wins end up with a hundred wins. They, they win when they, when they can. And you, you just got to pile them and stack yeah. them. And next thing you know, you have a whole shitload of wins. And, and that's what's going on with Pittsburgh right now. So, we, you know, we, as I said, we're 15% of the way through the season. Well, you might say, well, geez, that's only a month into the season. But you know what? That's that's 15% that we are where we're at at this point. Mm-hmm. Just keep stacking. Yeah. Let's keep trying to focus on on one-upping Milwaukee. And, if we, uh, saw,
0: we saw what happened to the Penguins when they didn't stack wins early. In they lost games, they should have won. And it comes back to bite you in the ass. Because one when game, you lose playoffs one by one game. One game. So now the Buccos win these games. So when you do fall, it, it happens in every team, every sport. You're going to have a losing streak here or there. So stack the wins down. So let's
1: say you fall <laughs> and you're doing real good like the Pirates are doing. Like <laughs> you have a chance to fall. And let's say it gets real bad. But you're so you've you, you done so well early on. And. And you fought a contention for the division. Well, you are in a great spot now. You're in a great spot for the wild card. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that, that's a good problem to have as well. So, as I said, to just keep, you know, it, it doesn't matter. It don't matter who you're playing. There's 162 yeah. games. It don't, 162 they, don't, they don't sit around in Major League Baseball and say, well, you know what, the Pirates, we got to give them the, the bad teams. It, it doesn't work that way. There's 162 teams. You have to work out a schedule, make it happen. Yep. And right now we're beating the teams that we're supposed to win against we're winning series. We're not winning series. We're sweeping series. I mean, it's really good right now. So time to enjoy it. And Mike, I I think that you might've, you might've made a little premature mistake by tossing those world series tickets, but that's still yet to be seen. Uh, I still have mine on my dresser. I I look at them. I stare at them all the time. I'll go dumpster diving for my tickets again. (laughs) You, You see
0: me out at the landfill digging through.
1: So there you go. Pittsburgh Pirates, everybody. Derpy, you are. You are getting a pirate's hat for Christmas this year. Woo! Um, that,
0: that's
1: I if, you're around, that, that, that's if I let
0: you. That's if I let you hang around the show that
1: long. Oh, you get out of here! You, you <laughs> leave him alone. Damn you! Uh, <laughs> I want to talk about because because we, we are in draft week and this is the NFL week and everything. Like, that. Yeah, let me let me get some of these smaller things out of the way regarding football. Because uh, when we start in the NFL, that usually takes us through the duration of the show. Uh, The Pittsburgh Passion, our ladies here from the Western Pennsylvania, they went down to D.C. to play the first game of the season in the WFA. The Pittsburgh Passion dominate this game, guys, 41 to 15. Dominated. I didn't get a chance to watch it. There's a lot of people that you can pull it up on Roku. There's uh links everything like that i didn't get a chance to watch but it was pure domination i i read through the summary of the game and it was you know interception fumble recovery uh 30 yard touchdown everything was so good for for the pittsburgh passion i'm happy for these girls women i'm sorry but uh they are i think they're due to have a big season because they are big 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 connection with franco harris of course mr harris passed in december so the gals, I think they want to, they want to, um, they, you know, I think they want to do this for Franco. So watch out for this Pittsburgh passion team. Their uh, uh, next game is on May 6th. They host the Tampa Bay Infernos.
0: Ooh, that is a, that is a great name. The Tampa Bay
1: Infernos. Like, it? I love it. Uh, the XFL guys, the XFL, they finished up their regular season just yesterday. This was week 10 There was playoff implications on the line. So many different things going into this last game. Uh, Saturday, the Battlehawks. Now, St. Louis, this is a team that we talk about often on the show because of just how much popularity they're gaining in their own city. This place, you know, it actually gets packed for an XFL game. And these Battlehawks, they didn't disappoint. They came out. They knew they had to win. But they knew that Seattle had to lose yesterday. So let me get to that in a moment. (laughs) See, uh, the Battlehawks from St. Louis. Mike, they didn't win. They won 53 to 28. A.J. McCarron lights it up. We just talked about him being a disappointment this season. On Friday, he went 28 for 35, 420 yards and six touchdowns. A.J. McCarron, there he is. He showed up in the last week. Better late than
0: never, apparently, you know. Just, Just fall out when you can, apparently. That's his motto.
1: The 53 points was an XFL record nobody's ever scored 53 points in the XFL. And again, they needed Seattle the Sea Dragons to lose last night in order to get into the playoffs, but let me get to the other Saturday game. Um Hines Ward coached San Antonio Brahmas. They faced the DC Defenders at home. If the Brahmas win this game, they go to the playoffs. They did not win this game. DC wins it 29 to 28. The number one seed in the whole league, D.C., <laughs> took them down to the wire. They lost by one point. Hines-Wards, San Antonio Brahmas are eliminated. Oh, <clears throat>
0: poor Hines. Like, poor Hines, poor poor Rod, man. They just can't do nothing.
1: And yesterday, the Roughnecks and the Renegades played. The Arlington Renegades, which is interesting because this is the first round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. These two teams play again next week. Oh, nice. Yeah. The Roughnecks win 25 to nine over the Renegades. Now, the Renegades guys are only four and six, but the way the divisions <laughs> play out, they are the next best team in that division. So the seven and three Houston Roughnecks play, they host the four and six Arlington Renegades on Saturday at seven o'clock. And then let's find out who plays on Sunday. The last game of the weekend came along. The Vegas Vipers, they traveled to Seattle to play the Sea Dragons. And uh, the Danucci the, the crew, they throw together a 28-9 win, which gets them into the playoffs. The Battle Hawks, unfortunately, do not get in from St. Louis. That's a tough division. That's a tough division. You mm-hmm. have the defenders, the Sea Dragons, and St. Louis all within the same division. So one of these good teams was going to get out while in the other division, Arlington, gets in with a 4-6 and six record. So on Sunday at three o'clock, the DC Defenders at nine and one host the Seattle Sea Dragons at seven and three. I think this game is going to be the one of the weekend. It is the Sunday, the 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 latest game. You know what, Mike? I think Seattle's going to win this one. I know DC's your team. They are my team. What time is that? What time does that game start? Three o'clock on Sunday. Ooh. so the I'm doing something around that time. So Saturday, it's uh, the Renegades at the Roughnecks, 7 o'clock and Sunday. Sea Dragons at the Defenders at 3 p.m. on Sunday. So that's the XFL this coming week, guys. Um, it's kind of bummy that none of the Pittsburgh guys are going to be in there. But you know what? There's still Pittsburgh players. There's guys throughout the league sprinkled. And I think you're going to laugh at the next uh, – the next segment that comes around because I, I come across the Pittsburgh name that we haven't thought of for a few years. And I think we're all going to get a chuckle. All out right, so I'm ready for it. Let's switch over to the USFL. The USFL now. The head coach, I don't know if you know this, but the head coach of the Memphis Showboats.
2: Is that really their name?
1: Yeah. Is no <laughs> one other than Todd Haley. Todd Haley, yes, oh I, I saw, yeah,
0: yeah. I forgot because I saw I saw the viral
1: clip with that Todd should Haley. be interesting. Todd Haley talking about coordinators here in Pittsburgh, and that
2: should be really interesting. I love yeah. me. I've,
1: I, I, always loved me some Todd Haley. You want to know what Todd Haley did? His team lost forty-two to two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, hey, when you when you, when you don't have um, Alex Smith and you don't have Ben Roethlisberger, there's not much you can do
1: yeah (laughs) so uh the USFL on saturday the action was uh houston traveled to new orleans we just faced new orleans last week the breakers the breakers win 38 to 31 they move to 2 and 0 while houston drops to 0 and 2 houston has a team in everything how big is this city for crying out loud houston's goddamn huge
2: texas
0: f texas
1: uh, the other game on Saturday, of course, was the game that Todd Haley coached, the Memphis Showboats. They dropped the game to the Birmingham champion. I mean, the Birmingham is—they're tough. They're killing everybody. Second yeah. of the season, they win this game forty-two to two. They just come <laughs> off the championship from last year. Uh, Birmingham, I believe, is going to be the team to beat in the in the USFL oh, yeah. this season. So. That's going to be a lot of
0: fun. Like, like, in that game, at the end of the game, it, it looked like Haley was, like, yelling at the coach and pointing at him. They asked him about that. Like, oh, were you mad if they were running up the score against you? He's like, they whooped our asses 40-whatever-it-was-to-two. They can do whatever they want. Yeah. Yeah. So, I <laughs> – yeah, Todd. Todd's not having a great time down there right now. He can come back. I'll take him as offensive coordinator.
1: <laughs> right? I'll take him right now. Please. Um. Sunday games, Michigan, Philadelphia. Michigan beats the Philadelphia twenty-four to ten. Now, Philadelphia is sitting at one and one. This is our next opponent, the Pittsburgh Maulers. I'm talking about now. The Maulers in the other game, they drop the game to the New Jersey Generals twenty to three. That drops Pittsburgh to zero and two. Takes New Jersey to one and one. And as I said, the Pittsburgh they travel to Philadelphia next Sunday. Try to get in the win column, guys. We only have one win over the past two seasons, so hopefully this um, this Pittsburgh Maulers team could get it together. Of all the good sports stuff that happened over the weekend, the Maulers sure poo poo that, don't they?
0: They do. They they are the the worst team in Pittsburgh, and and they're it's they're flying under the radar now that the Buccos are winning. Because if the Buccos are winning, they would be tied in with the Buccos. So the Maulers they, they're they're doing it right. They're just flying under the radar.
1: Yeah, somebody's got to be that team
0: yeah and you know yeah it's the maulers man they're going to be on a 13-year losing streak like the pirates
1: <laughs> they put on a 40-year with lo- man well, they never they won. were off
0: they they they. they, they there's what like one season in the original let me NFL, ask this, another one here
1: now this one so out of those 40 that, years they've only think, had played three games From what we know about this maulers team they would have won any championships between then and now
0: well they were only been in existence for a grand total of three years over that 40 year span.
1: When they win a total of three games, but anyway, and that,
0: that's one a year, man. That's one a year. <laughs> <laughs> Thaddeus hey, Moss. Hey, they're, they're, not, they're, they're not like the what the, the Lions and the and the Browns who went 0 and 16. So they got that going for them.
1: they do have that going for
0: they got them. that going for them, which is nice. Sorry, was, unless be unless games played as well.
1: Yeah. Unless less true. games played as well, and they didn't play 14, 16, or 17 games. Um, also, Thaddeus Moss is another name that I've seen pop up over the weekend in the USFL. If you're wondering where Randy's Mo- Randy Moss's boy's been playing, he is in the USFL.
0: That would suck know, to guys. be Randy Moss's kid, you know, because everybody's be like, Oh, where do you play? Oh, I play in the USFL. Oh, must not take yeah. after your dad. I'm be beating you with a helmet. I'll be channeling my inner Miles Garrett.
1: <laughs> Speaking of Miles Garrett. Let me read you a quick list of the unsigned.
2: That's a good one, Mike. Good one.
1: The unsigned unrestricted free agents that the Pittsburgh Steelers have at the moment leading into the draft talk here. Derek Watt, Wormley, Miles Boykin, Snell, Snell Jr., Aliwalu, Mason Rudolph, Marcus Allen, Carl Joseph, Jesse Davis, and the restricted free agent Jeremy McNichols. What do you think um, about this group of guys and what, what's going to what's going to go down with them Mike? anybody uh, on this team that you see coming uh, getting resigned any of these guys what what do you think
0: it's all going to depend, depend on what happens at the draft um, yeah. th- I can see like Benny Snell coming back they, they like him on special yeah. teams um, maybe even Boykin they liked him on special teams last year but now with Alan Robinson there do you need him Watt uh, I'd br- was
2: differently.
0: yeah I'd bring him back I, I thought he did pretty well on special teams um, the Watt brother kick his ass down the road he Came in who was supposed to be a special teams demon, and all he did was eat up salary cap. He was a bum, he was a waste. Um, that's about it. I would, uh, warmly, if we can bring him back on the cheap, I'd, l- I'd like to bring him back for more yeah. on the line. But, but if we go D line anywhere in the draft, uh, I think that closes the door on him. And that restricted free agent, I don't even know who the hell he
1: is. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I never Jeremy, Jeremy McNichols. Oh, uh, he's
0: a, uh, I think he came from it,
1: Seattle or something. Is he
0: a Is he a running back? Yeah. 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 Uh, so, yeah, I don't think he's going to come back. Unless, you know, they give him, get him on the dirt cheap. And then, you know, no signing bonus and he'll be cut in the offseason, put back on the practice squad, one of those type of deals.
1: Talk over the weekend about the possibility of a James Washington um, reuniting with the Pittsburgh Steelers because they say wow. he's familiar with the team. They know the guy, he knows the team, and it would fill their receiving room and he could be. The final guy, if they no, um, but do you think that as you know, a lot of these things that we're going to talk about, I, I think comes to what happens in the draft. What you happens know, after the, the draft? draft yeah. You know what happens in the draft is is going to certainly depend on if James Washington comes back. It certainly depend on you know a lot of these guys that I just mentioned that are free agents. Allu uh, Allu, I mean, is there a chance that that Allu Allu is back in the uniform this year? i don't he's, he, too he, he's, he's
0: too old too injury prone he's
1: too old too injured yeah what about uh let's see wormley
0: wormley there might be, wormley a would be i,
2: yeah.
0: I have him back he he was he was good you know he not a world beater but he he produces when he's in there but if they can get him on it'd have to be on the cheap
1: yeah yeah i'm not really even familiar with jesse davis he's a guard oh, God, it, joseph a safety
0: Carl Joseph uh, he wouldn't be too bad as a – I think he was what a strong safety he wouldn't be bad as another piece back there in the secondary but yeah uh, he was decent I mean, Yeah, yeah okay. uh, all right uh Jesse Davis now they you signed um Nate Herbig Nate, Nate Herbig took his spot as a rotational guard you know we signed two new guards we still had two two guards on the roster so Jesse Davis you're you're done son you're done
1: yeah so there you have it. That's our that's our that's our free our unrestricted free agents. We'll see how that plays out. And as Mike stated, a lot a lot of things a lot of things are going to depend on what goes down this weekend. Of course, the draft starts on Thursday night, goes all the way through Saturday. I want to do something, Mike. Here, I, I got your you know I got your deal coming up here shortly. Um, I I kind of work that into something here, real quick. That I'm going to go Sounds backwards good. every day. <laughs> this week, I'm going to start. Today is the third round. Tomorrow we'll do the second round. Wednesday we'll do the first round. We'll head right into the draft. We're going to go over, guys, the last 10 drafts. And today it's going to be the third round pick for the Pittsburgh Steelers in their last 10 drafts. I'm going to –
2: I sent that, yeah.
1: Yeah, I got this one, and I have the one we'll use tomorrow as well. I appreciate that, Derpy. Always on the job, always on top of things. Um, Do you want to start – you want to start in 2013, or do you want to start with 2022 and go backwards?
0: Uh, let's start at 2013. Uh, real quick. Uh, just yeah. on Twitter because right now the uh, press conference is yes. going on for the pre-draft. A uh, breaking okay. news: quarterback is not on the board. Quarterback is not on the board.
2: Okay, we're not looking. Okay, not looking
0: at quarterback and um Steelers brush really pushing that the 32nd pick has been open to do business. So it's sounding as um, yeah for trade look for they might not move up at, from 17 or if they do they might package 17 and 32 do something wild but that's just real quick from Kaboli and tom mcshay reported out that we have talked to um the bears the titans about moving up in the draft
1: that would be interesting that would be um, interesting
0: I, that's just stuff just came across twitter and i don't want to miss speaking it speaking you know, of I the titans
1: easy. real quick before we move on what about big uh derrick henry going to the philadelphia
0: is that true
2: or is that no? Is that true? Is that a
1: possibility? It's Derpy, a possibility. Somebody, would you rumor. look it up? I think, that, I think that the deal went through. Look it up, real quick. I don't guys. think it somebody... did.
0: I, I saw a lot of people talking, like potentially being it, but no, I don't think it actually happened. Just think, it up. I'm Damn
2: looking. You. I just if that's a possibility, um, uh... I don't know. What back next season from the NFL. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it, it, what I'm reading it is it's right now it's just a rumor. Like AJ Brown, uh their star receiver, he's championing it, but right now it's not looking like
1: it's just a rumor. I like I like Derrick Henry right where he's at, <laughs> to be honest.
0: Yeah, just keep him down there, keep him away from contenders. <laughs> yeah. Nothing against Derrick Henry personally, but I want the path easy for the Steelers. Yeah.
1: Uh 2013 guys, let's go over some of these. Third round picks over the last ten years. Was, uh, I believe Mike said let's start 2013 and move mm-hmm. forward. Uh, 2013, guys, our third round pick in 2013. Give me your thought on what you make of this because I think the third round um, picks are always very interesting. Always very interesting. Mm-hmm. Starting ten years ago, Marcus Wheaton. Marcus Wheaton was our third round pick in 2013. What uh, I liked Wheaton? I did too. He was he was serviceable. Um, never like for me
0: like third round picks. You should develop into a. A starter or a wide receiver, a number two at least. He never hit that potential, but when he was here, he made plays.
1: Yeah. Did um, like did you like Marcus Wheaton, Derby? Yeah. Uh,
2: same same um same response from Mike.
1: All right. 2014. What about Dre Dree Archer? B U S
0: T bust, bust, bust. Yeah. Major bust. Yeah. He was supposed to be that same with guy.
1: you Definitely wasn't my favorite third-round mm, pick. No, the worst.
2: He came from the same college, though. <laughs> that Re doesn't Archer mean from? anything.
0: You don't scout the helmet. You scout
1: the player. Where did Re Archer come from, Sorry. Akron. No. Oh, uh. He was a speed guy. Uh, 2015. Oh, I kidding, I 2015 third-round pick was Sammy Coates
0: uh bust he he produced for a little bit here and there but he just never developed into a steady player third, like once again third round pick you you better be out there all the time and he was not
1: uh 2016 their third round pick was Javon Hargrave
0: oh he was he mm, I hated to see him go um we everyone wanted to keep him but you know at that point you know cam hayward was at the height of his powers to fall was looking like another cam hayward and you had to sacrifice one of the guys and just happened to be hargraves hargraves was a, he was that that piece man that that nose tackle that filled that casey hampton role and you know he went on to do do better things over in the the Eagles. so he damn good pick
1: uh hargraves derpy do you like I'm convinced Derby, leave the room. Yes, there,
2: so. uh, Mike's response as well. <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna make that a sound, whatever. Uh, yeah, be
0: there. yep, Mike's response. <laughs> um,
1: 2017 our third round picks were Cam Sutton and James Connor. Two really good picks. I, I like both of these picks, I really did. Um like connor
0: like connor was like he would have like a really good year than a down year good year down year you put a good you put him behind a good offensive line and good offense we saw it like his last year as a starter in Pittsburgh, and then his first year in that that cardinals offense when kyler murray was playing really well when d Hopkins was being a monster he was that everyone was worried about everyone else and he just had that free lane to run and he thrived in that offense and then Disappeared again. So he, yeah. he was a hit or miss, but he was a productive player. Um Cam Sutton, my God. <laughs> Saw him go I'm from a from nice a,
1: couple third-round picks.
0: Yeah, Cam Sutton was a quality slot receiver – or slot corner, excuse me, and then become a really good outside corner and now moved on. You know, he got a nice big contract and was going to be a full-time starter in Detroit. So two two people who had good careers.
1: 2018, and, guys, the third-round picks the draft – in 2018, were um, Okafor, Chooks, and Mason Rudolph. Not a bad third round.
0: You got a, you got a, you had a backup quarterback who, like you know, famously uh, Kevin Colbert said we had a first round grade on Mason Rudolph. Eh. No, he, he had what he was what six and five as a starter in the league or five and four or something like that. Whatever.
1: Five, four, and one.
0: Yeah, five, four and one. Uh should have won that game against the Lions if you know a couple of play key, key players didn't fumble the ball away. Yeah. Um, he was what he was. He's a backup quarterback, got some service out of him. You hoped he would have developed into a starter, did not. So eh, but he was a serviceable. serviceable
1: backup backup and then chooks i mean that's not a bad third round he's
0: a serviceable right tackle that's a typical um colbert pick we're going to take a project in the third round at the offensive line and hope they become a starter and choose kind of worked out I, i i think we need better at right tackle but he's serviceable over there and he's holding his own
1: uh derpy the 2019 third round picks were Deontay Johnson and Justin Lane, Justin Lane, Deontay Johnson. See how I stretched that out so Derpy could get back in the room real quick. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do what do we, what do we got on these two, Derp? Wait, what do you think about both D- are busts in my opinion. Both are busts. Um, Justin Lane, I please refresh my memory. I'm not even he He's barely corner from Michigan corner, State. Yeah, corner from Michigan State who had
0: a first round grade on him and fell to the third. And there's a reason why he fell to the third. Okay. He was a bust. Now. A receiver who has, in his first year... No
2: touchdowns. 600, sure.
0: 680
2: yards. Yeah, less five touchdowns, touchdowns than Derek
1: Watt last year. 680
0: <laughs> yards receiving as a rookie five touchdowns third round pick second year 923 seven touchdowns third year 6 or 1100 yards eight touchdowns last year 800 yards no touchdowns so in, third round
1: pick so in,
0: so in four seasons in four seasons 3600 yards 20 touchdowns if that is a bust i do not want Derpy anywhere
1: near a front office for a that, third round pick though a third round pick yeah.
0: yeah that is not a bust that is called recent season Yeah, that's bias. not a bust I'm just... that is called a recent no, I, I got just the joke.
2: That's
1: all. I got the joke.
0: I um am You know what? Just for that.
1: I'm, I'm, <laughs> don't. Don't. don't my computer. Oh, please! By no. Don't. By any means. Don't send him out of the room. In the. I was going to mute you both. How long it's going to be to get him back in the you room? Both and just talk for thirty I can, seconds. I, can, I can't keep derping the room for thirty seconds. <laughs> um. 2020, 2020, the third round pick, guys. Alex Highsmith, our third round draft pick in 2020. Alex Highsmith, what do you think, Derby?
2: You know, not a bust. <laughs> That's almost a, like not him? a bust.
1: Do you, do you like <laughs> Alex Highsmith, Derby? Let me ask you this. Some some people are, you know, I, I, I think the average fan really likes him. I think that the people that really know football kind of see what is going on here as we mentioned before he's kind of you know he kind of took the role of bud dupree you've seen what happened to bud dupree when he went to tennessee and he didn't play opposite tj watt let me ask you how do you feel deep down inside about alex highsmith how how do you feel let me ask you this if tj watt goes down in week one and he blows a knee and he's out for four months what's your opinion on alex highsmith
2: not as dangerous
1: as with TJ
2: Warren.
1: Absolutely. But still pretty decently dangerous. <laughs> now now do you let me ask you this. Let's say when it's his time and, and it's time to go over contracts, so we don't want to pay him, and he goes to Tennessee. Do you think it, it, it turns out the same way as Bud Dupree did? Yeah. In Mike, what do you think? If he went to Tennessee, do you think that they, they get their same results from Alex Highsmith that they got from Bud Dupree, or do you think that he's going to go along and 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 come along and be a good outside linebacker? Or what do you what do you think? What do you make it? Of, I I have a hard time trying like, to figure out uh, what to make of Alex so he, Highsmith.
0: He he made like just one or just a handful of plays when Watt was out, just enough to make people go see 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 see. He is yeah. legit, but it wasn't enough. It, like for people who know football, that was not enough. He right he's a great robin he's not a batman you put him by himself he needs other people around him i I think he might have better numbers than um bud did when he went to tennessee because bud bud was hurt Uh, you know he he caught the injury bug as soon as he left pittsburgh you know the shit happens like that but i he won't he would never put up the numbers he would he had like 15 sacks last year I, I would project him to have like eight or nine without TJ yeah. and Cam Haywood on the opposite side. So that, that's, that's my problem with him. Unless he makes this jump next, this coming year makes that lead, which I hope because he, right. he has for a third round pick. He, he showed flashes his rookie year, did really good that second year Absolutely. last year, third year in the league. I was like, okay, no, if he makes a huge jump this year and his, I don't want to say on par with Watt because Watt's another level. Watt, TJ right. Watt, the Bosa's—they're they're a whole other. And Michael Parsons—they're a whole other level of those outside guys, edge guys, pass rushers. That's a whole another level. But if he can get in that tier below by himself, yeah, you're gonna. If you want to keep him, you're gonna have to pay him the money. And I think he could go somewhere else and be a guy. But he needs to make that jump, and if he does make that jump, look out! My man's going to make himself a lot of money, and he should help the Steelers win a lot of games this year.
1: I hope the Steelers, you know, I hope a handful of guys make a jump this year. Yeah. I, you know, we're putting ourselves in the position to be able to do that, and, and it's looking Him, good. Kenny,
0: oh, you know, there's the a, school guys. Handful. I want to see them make yeah. that jump. I want to see, I hope they make the jump.
1: Oh, I, man, I want because we could to, have a really special season because
0: you know, I'm that that logo, man, I'm rooting for that Absolutely. logo. I don't care who does it. You get me Dr. Absolutely. Jack, old Jack the Ripper out there. They're putting up points, baby. Hell
1: yeah. They just misunderstood. So we here we are. We got two, two, two years left, the last two seasons, third-round draft picks. We were going over the third-round draft picks from the last 10 seasons. Tomorrow we'll do the second-round draft picks. On Wednesday we'll do the first-round draft picks of the first 10 seasons, and then we'll go into draft day for Thursday. Guys, 2021, our third-round draft pick at the time, I thought this was a good pick. This guy was – Versatile, he could do this, he could do that, he could play here, he could play there. But after two two years, three seasons here, I, I'm starting to wonder if Kendrick Green's even going to make the team. Kendrick Green, guys, our third round pick in 2021, Kendrick Green A colossal
0: bust. Considering yeah. considering the player who we passed up,
1: who, who was who we pass up, Mike.
0: Um, it was you can take him in the first, you could have taken him in the second. We passed him up twice. That is Creed Humphreys,
1: mm. who was
0: arguably. The best – him and Jason Kelsey are the top two centers in the NFL.
1: Yeah.
0: And especially in Pittsburgh, you know, those teams like, oh, man, we got left tackles, we got corners, we got quarterbacks. Pittsburgh, it's like, no, we got Ray Mansfield, <laughs> Mike Webster, <laughs> Dirk Dawson, Marquise right. Pouncey. Oh, we're going to go with Kendrick Green. No, 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 no. You get Creed Humphrey, who if you would have taken him and Najee 1-2 – look out yes he's stupid I love, but where did
1: kendra come out of what college was he
0: uh illinois i believe illinois i think that's where he came from but like yeah i don't get me wrong i love pat firmeus big penn state fan i loved him there i would i would have loved to have Najee and creed Humphreys. yeah so but it also you know just by his play on the field taking out all that other like who was missed who we could have had instead of him kendrick green was a bust he, he's not improved at guard. He's not improved at center. Very disappointing. Very, very disappointing. Because he, he looked, could you know,
1: come out of college. He could play center. He could play guard. He was versatile. Yeah. You could use him in this way. You could stick yeah. money outside. I just, what what, happened to this guy?
0: It, it, he, on paper, he looks like he should be the guy. Yeah. He looks the part, but he just can't play the part. And, you know, some guys have that. Some guys have the look of, like, this guy's going to be a dominant guy. I mean, he just doesn't have it.
1: Um, Derpy, Kendra Green.
2: The man came from Illinois. I don't
1: know what to say. Oh, that's right. You guys are both Big Ten. That's a a no-no, Illinois, right? I thought that Illinois would be kind of insignificant. Football, yes.
2: Football, yes.
1: (laughs) If you're a Big Ten football guy, I I think that Illinois would be insignificant. I, I don't know. There's just no.
0: It's Illinois. Every once in a while, they produce a player. But no, like, that's why you don't scout the helmet. You scout the player.
1: Right. And, you know, on paper, he looked
0: good. On film, he looked good. But you right, get him out right. there, and he just sucks. And that was a terrible draft pick by uh, Kevin Colbert.
1: Finally, last year, 2022, the third-round draft pick. This guy I expect to see make a jump this year, DeMarvin Leal. I, I seen shades of pretty damn good last season when he did get an mm-hmm. opportunity to play. Uh, I couldn't remember what happened early on. Was there an injury or something? Maybe in preseason or
0: it was later in that. Like as he was starting to rock and roll, he, That's he got right. injured. Yeah, uh,
1: I, I I could I could I could definitely do some. The Marvin Leal seemed like every time he had an opportunity, he was yeah. you know, He just kind of came out of nowhere, bust through the line, made a play in the backfield. This guy definitely seems that he has potential to be a playmaker. Um, do, do you see a jump this year for him, Mike? I mean, you know th- this is an area that still we're, we're, we're kind of fishing around for on a defensive line that, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. we, we don't really, we're not, we're not really fulfilled there. We have things going on, talking to these teams about trading up, talking about teams doing this. And if we do to happen to trade up and get that offensive tackle, that really pushes out a position like the defensive line, because you're going to eventually mm-hmm. want to go get that cornerback as well, too. And just all depending on where the, the, the picks play out. You know, Demarvin Leal might be, you know, more important this season than than we anticipated.
0: Yeah, I I think um, I, I am expecting that jump from uh, Leal. We we saw what he did like right before he started to get hurt. He the, it looked like everything was starting to click. He was making plays, yeah. and I was just um like before the show, I was reading some of the stuff that they were saying um at the press conference. They talked about Leal like they don't have a specific thing in mind for him where they're gonna play him. That tells me they're, they're in this offseason, they're trying to figure out okay, is he going to be a 3 4 end? Is he going to be, can he, they move him to the outside edge rush? Yeah, we back yeah. up by there because he, he has that. For me, he has more of a body type for the like 4 3 edge rusher. Right. So that would lead me to like, I thought they were going to make him a stand up edge. Maybe they might do this, that, do that this year. Or on passing downs, they put him on the D line on. Somewhere in there, maybe in the inside as a rush tackle, and have him, you know, flanked by either Watt or or Highsmith, and or hey, put his hand up, all, take his hand out of the dirt, have him stand up to have three guys, you know, roaming around on that linebacker spot. Maybe he can roam around from like the, the middle to the edge. Have two edge rushers on one side, one on the other. Do something weird. You never know what they're they're cooking up, but that I, I think they're just going to try and move him around on that D line. And, and to an edge spot on the outside. Just so I I think, I think they're going to try and figure out how to make him a specialized rusher, which I think would be awesome.
1: Uh, Mike, I do want to get into something. You worked hard on something and you uh, sent it over to me here, Mike. uh, What we're going to talk about next. I want to know, and then I want your opinion Derpy too. So I want you to, I want you to listen up real close. What's going on. Uh, Mike. What's the worst case scenario? Let's, let's move up to the first round. We, we just talked about third uh-huh. round picks for, for a minute here. What would you say would be the worst case scenario that could go down this Thursday? If you, you know, we, we're watching the draft, everybody's excited. Mm-hmm. We're watching it, we're waiting to see who it is. What would you say would be the worst case scenario that could go down for the Pittsburgh Steelers on Thursday evening in the my, first round of the draft? My
0: worst case scenario is. So, um Gonzalez is gone, Witherspoon's gone, Porter Jr. is gone, Skronsky is gone, Broderick Jones is gone, Paris Johnson Jr. is gone, there's a, been a run on tackles and corners right before you, and you go, okay, cornerback's deeper than tackle, we're going to pass on Deontay Banks, we're going to go, stay at 17 and snag Darnell Wright out of Tennessee. Yeah. To, to where he, he he's an ass kicker at right tackle, but we I don't need to... We don't need a right tackle. I don't trust Chooks on the left that much more yeah. than Dan Moore, but okay for me. I okay, you got a dude who's just going to beat the living hell out of everyone. He held his own against Will Anderson Jr., the best edge rusher in the draft. It gives me kind of hope that he can slide to the left, but but for me, I, I I wouldn't want him in the first round. Now, if he would fall to the second, we get him at thirty-two. Uh, I think that'd be a better value pick, but that's just me. For me, the worst case scenario is Darnell Wright at seventeen.
1: Okay, Derby. What do you think? Who do you think would be? Who, what, where, when? What do you think would be the worst case scenario for our first pick? You would you be disappointed at the end of the day, and you would shut off the TV and think, "Damn, we we really, we really missed it on that first round." Who? What would you? Who? What position? What do you think would be that worst case scenario, Derby? Corner. So you're saying going for a cornerback would be the the worst case scenario. What's I'm just corner? saying, missing
2: out on a top corner.
1: Oh, missing out on the corner. Yeah. Um.
2: But right, seventeen is a place where, at this point, I don't even know what the Steelers would do.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That they're kind of in this position that you know they 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 mm-hmm. uh they kind of cleaned up in in free agency, so it's going to be really interesting. Um, You know, a month ago, six weeks ago, I might have said, I'm pretty sure this is what they're going to do first. This is what they're going to do second. You know, they're going to walk away with their cornerback and their Mm -hmm. their offensive tackle in one and two. I literally, you know, at this point, I don't know what the Steelers are going to do, plus all the talk of the uh, trading up. You don't know if it's bluffing. You don't know. So right now it's, it's really interesting and yeah. it's almost impossible to put your finger on what it is that the Steelers might do and watch us all be wrong. We'll turn it on Thursday night and it'll be like the most obvious first round pick yeah. they've been talking about for a year now. Yeah. But, um,
0: then, then I have going down into the I I did a full seven round mock draft. Okay,
2: they could pull a wild card. You never know. They could yeah. pull a
0: wild card, but so then my my second is okay. So we missed out on one of the top corners. Let's go with cornerback in the second round. They get Cam Smith, who I wouldn't be wouldn't mind, but but he he's more of a slot corner, which is what you need. He's not going to be your outside guy, big speed guy to cover everyone. All right, I but if we would pair him with Paris Johnson Jr. or Skronsky, I would like that pick. I, I would love Paris
2: Johnson, but, but I just don't want to trade up yeah. for
0: him. Yeah, so then then at forty nine, Steelers I don't are thinking like forty nine. I just don't. I, I see. I like getting if we can get a superstar player at any position. I'd rather have that get one huge superstar and then a yeah. star instead of three stars. Because you know we saw how it is. Like, my God, you if you had Ben Bell, AB, all superstars. You know, right. it, it, defense. We have Watt superstar, um, Minka superstar. Superstars help. I'd rather have one more superstar somewhere on that team. Right. So then I'm thinking they're panicking at at 49. Right. I, I just we're just like the worst case scenarios. We we want an outside guy to help. TJ gets hurt. If we can't sign Highsmith, Isaiah Foskey out of Notre Dame. I I, I can see them panicking for an edge. They like edge rushers. And I can just see them reaching for him here. I don't think he fits their scheme, but I think they can think, oh, we can mold this guy into one of our edge rushers. Right. Then going down into the third round, shit, man, we missed out on Jack Campbell. We missed out on, uh, we need a linebacker. Dorian nose- Williams. Dorian Williams, an undersized linebacker who's built on speed. And, you know, he he's not afraid to get his nose in there, but is not that big physical thumper. I, I can see them reaching there. This is worst case scenario, people. This is what I'm thinking what they would panic and do. And then fourth round. Oh, crap, man. We we got to beef up that D-line again. Jacqueline Roy out of LSU, keeping that D-line connection from LSU, going with Finoco. Uh, hey, this is a guy that can, he's a versatile D-tackle. So he can play D-tackle, maybe kick him out of the end just to eat up space. I can see a reach there. They're They're panicking. Then, all right, we have no fifth round, no sixth round. All right. Hey, let's get Kenny a weapon. Let's get Kenny a young rep, weapon. Let's get him a big target, someone bigger than George Pick. And we're going to go Jake Bobo out of UCLA. I think he was a 50-year senior. He's like six-four, 220. Let's get that big body receiver to help throw in the red zone because, look, we lost red zone production last year. I think they're going to panic. Then finally, finally, hey, we don't have a fullback on the roster. We, You know, we got rid of the Watt. Then Hunter Lupecki out of North Dakota State rounding at the draft. Someone who can play fullback and special teams. Th- this was just me going a He's a guy
2: you might want to snag.
0: I think, actually, I would like to take him in the seventh round. If he is available in a real draft, you know, best case scenario, I'd like to take him. But for me, this draft right here was the worst case scenario for the Steelers of, like, People that they wanted are gone. They don't trade up. They don't trade down. Like people they wanted are gone. They're seeing runs at position. So we're going to reach for a guy. We're going to panic and grab a guy. Do I think this is going to happen? No. I think Omar Khan and Andy Weedle, what we've seen, he's going to pull off something crazy. They're going to pull off something crazy. They're going to be aggressive. They're going to get people they want. Tomlin's been through this numerous times. He's, you know, patience to them. But to me, I can just see as everything goes wrong by teams above us picking players that we want, teams trading up above us that we never thought would. This was my ultimate worst-case scenario. But once again, it would be Darnell Wright, tackle out of Tennessee, first round, Cam Smith, cornerback, Isaiah Foskey, edge Rusher, Dorian Williams, linebacker, Jacqueline Roy, D-Lineman, Jake Bobo, wide receiver, and Hunter Lupecki, the fullback. To me, that is the worst-case scenario draft.
1: There you go, everybody. There's Mike's uh, opinion for the worst-case scenario draft. We are down to the two-minute two minute warning. Mike, why don't you go and tell everybody about the website?
0: 2 com. the number 2 dot D-U-M-Y-I-N-Z-E-R-S.com. And on over there, we have links to YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, <laughs> every place you can find the 2DumbYinzers.com. <laughs> We have the merchandise store in there. Links to you, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram,
1: all at 2WNews.com. <laughs> go check it out, everybody. A lot of great stuff over there. That's www2 Go check that out. We are live all week long from Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Uh, guys, you got time for a quick trivia before we take off? Yeah. All right. So I the want tri- to mention something real quick. Yeah, go ahead, man.
2: I forgot to mention this earlier. It was for the Pirates. Did you see the... Um... Did you see the video Can of it? the uh minor leaguer that called up?
1: Uh, no, um, I don't know. Oh, the guy who was in the minors years? for like eleven years. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Did you see that?
1: Yeah. They called. I, I just
2: thought that was that was pretty cool. That's uh, I just wanted to. Uh, know. No,
1: yeah, that was cool. cool. for them. Uh this is gonna be a World Series trivia. Only Ooh. because yeah, Yo, you're
2: going off oh. the board on draft.
1: Yes, yeah, only because the Pittsburgh Pirates oh. are gonna win the World Series this year.
2: Pirates confirmed. Pirates confirmed. We're doing world World Series trivia. Pirates confirmed winning the World Series.
1: Here we go. Who is the only team that has not appeared in a World Series? Uh Out of all the teams in Major League Baseball, there is literally only one that never Uh has had a World Series appearance. That's difficult. I'm looking for the only team. The only team. There's only one out of all the teams. One team has never made a World Series appearance. Take a moment to think about this. i get set up on my end. Wow. All right, right. Guys ready to give it a shot? Question of the day. Who is the only team in Major League Baseball that has not appeared in a World Series? I'll start with you, Michael. Uh, Toronto Blue Jays. The Toronto Blue Jays. Is that your final answer? Final answer. All right. Toronto Blue Jays for Mike. Lock him in. And Derpy, finally, who is the only team in the majors that has never appeared in a World Series? Give me
2: a second. I'm looking at the teams, my options. (laughs) That's what I had to do, too. I had to pull up the uh,
0: the whole uh, everyone in the league. I was like, oh, my God. I can't remember all these teams real
2: quick off the top of my head. You know what? It has to be them because... I'm going to go Angels.
1: California Angels. Los Angeles Angels. The Angels from the city of Los Angeles. The Angels. Is that your final answer? Your final? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to lock Derpy in with the Angels. Mike got the Toronto Blue Jays. The question of the day, guys, is... Who is the only team in the major, the only team in the major leagues that has never appeared in the World Series? They never even appeared in the World Series. Mike says Toronto. Derpy says the Angels. The final answer. The answer to this is the Seattle Mariners, guys. The Seattle wow. Mariners, the only team in the majors mm-hmm. that has never made a World Series appearance. I thought Derpy was going to get this because there was something last week that was being said, and Derpy kept bringing up the. The 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 Seattle Mariners and how they were never any good and are right, well, right. Remember one time they were good. They had Randy Johnson. Hey Rod, we had this whole conversation. A chiro, Ichiro, you know, Ichiro. I thought for sure you were gonna nail this derpy. The answer is the Seattle Mariners are the only mm-hmm. team in the majors that's never made a World Series appearance. So there you have it. You learn something new every day, guys. Um I thought I thought they made it at one point. That's bootleg. I thought they did too. Now I remember the uh, the Toronto Joe Carter hitting. Toronto, a,
2: yeah, Toronto, man. I knew. Yeah, I, knew I remember Joe
1: Carter smashing one out to win it or something back in the uh, early '90s. If he gets the I knew Braves. he was wrong in a heartbeat. And um, who did you say, Derpy? The Angels. I, I don't remember I the Angels. It would
2: be Angel, but I forgot they. I think they played in the early 2000s.
1: That or sounds maybe, right. So, I think they
2: played in the early 2000s, and then. I was actually considering Baltimore,
1: but and we beat them. Pirates beat them in seventy one and seventy nine.
2: Yeah, I forgot about Seattle.
1: Um, Mike, any what do you got for the to send us off into the Uh, day?
0: Real quick, real quick. Um, it was mentioned like three or four times that teams Mm -hmm. have called. Tomlin and Omar Khan have mentioned three or four times in their press conference today that multiple teams have called about seven or trading to thirty two. Okay. So being looking at, and they've also fielded offers for seventeen as well. So interesting. Yes, both of those picks could potentially be moved if they move up in the first and they move down in the second, gain more picks. It's going to be interesting. This is going to be wild. I can't. love it. That's why we. That's why we. If
2: they're going to do this, if they're going to do those trades, they got to be precise with their picks.
1: Absolutely. These these guys are on top, but I I have so much confidence that Omar Khan and I have faith in them. are going to do good. I think this is going to be a great draft. Uh, Hey, guys, Pirates are off today, so um, Tampa, I'm sorry, the Detroit Lions are at the Brewers. If you want to keep up on that game, that game is at 740 to see what's going on in the Pirates division while they are off. On top of that, guys, we just have a bunch of NFL going on this weekend. There's a bunch of uh, these conferences, as Mike said, while we were on today. You had the Omar Khan-Mike Tomlin conference about the draft, 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 draft. This is what we wait for all week, so uh, get ready, guys. We only have about three more days till the first round. But hey, for everybody here to Two Dumb Yenders, Derpy, Mike, myself, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs>